This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. You're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And we're changing things up a little bit this week. Um, All the major sporting events kind of recently happened. Um, The NWSL just started their Challenge Cup last week. Um, unfortunately, I do not think the two of us could fill a couple minutes of that, um, or not a couple minutes, but like a half hour of that, um, because it really just got started. So we're going to talk about pandemic words, but not just like, oh, you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face words, like the ridiculous words that people have been saying instead of the word pandemic. Yes, um, there are definitely some fun ones. Um, if you haven't heard of them before, typically people will say, or I guess it's more on social media that people are doing this and somewhat in person, but um, instead, of, instead of saying like in a pandemic, you know, like dating in a pandemic, people yeah. may, may replace pandemic with an, another uh, word that begins with a P. That's funny. Uh, so that's kind of the basic concept, but uh, we're going to do our power rankings of those. Um, our top five. Um, should we go from f- number five to number one? Yeah, I think that that works. Okay. Uh, take it away with your, your fifth place uh, pandemic replacement word. My fifth place pandemic replacement word is plate tectonic, mostly because I took a geology class in high school and the instructor would say plate tectonics, like plate tectonics. And oh that's gosh. all. <laughs> Like that's all I can think of, and it really works for um, a pandemic replacement word. I like that. Yeah. What's your number five? Um, it was tough, but my no, my number five is Peppa Pig. Um, <laughs> mostly just because I feel like really any meme um, or like pop culture thing that is making fun of Peppa Pig is always great. Um, so it was a tough call, but that, that's my number five. I feel that I um, ranked Peppa Pig as my number four Uh. and it's only like, obviously neither one of us, maybe that's not obvious. People don't know what we look like. They don't know our lives. We don't have children. So the Peppa Pig thing, like you don't really hear about (laughs) Peppa Pig as an adult. It's very much a children's show, but because of that uh, TikTok where it was like um, some other cartoon pig walked so Peppa could run. (laughs) I think that really gave Peppa Pig some traction during the pandemic. <laughs> Very nice. And Peppa Pig isn't annoying to us yet because we don't have kids. So no, <laughs> no. So like to me, I'm like, oh yeah, it's cute when your kid says something like the boot of the car, like great. Our park, <laughs> love it. I, I'm glad they're learning it from this little British pig. Yeah, it's great. Um, my number four is 
participation trophy. Um, had to throw that one in there as uh, our generation often is um, labeled as needing a, a lot of encouragement. So I don't know. I just thought that one was silly and I like it. I think that one is funny. I think that's a good pick. Um, my number What's three your number three? Is a parallelogram. It's a good one. It's, it's a word that like after grade school, you don't really come across it frequently. Maybe if you're an engineer, I don't know. We sure. can check with Colin, but <laughs> you know, parallelogram, like draw one of those. Yeah. It's, it's a solid, uh, solid geometry phrase. It is. It is. Uh, it's a fun, what is, it's just a fun word. It is a, it, like, it, it's fun to say the word. It's less fun to like do mm-hmm. anything with it. True. Yes. Selling it's it's not a big, hard. not a big geometry fan over here. Mm, no, same. <laughs> uh, what's your number three word? Um, I saw this as part of a tech talk. It's paranormal investigation. Um, and, you know, I just had to include this one. Uh, it was pretty high up on the list for me. Um, anything like conspiracy theory related, <laughs> you know. Um, but <laughs> I just thought that was a fun one. And in the TikTok video where the guy was going through all of these, he said it in a really funny voice. So that also gave it some uh, a boost in my rankings. I can see that. And I agree. He definitely, he he elevated some words that I'm like, mm, I wouldn't have thought of that. But yes. it was fun. What is your, um, your second choice? My number two in the power ranking is Panasonic. Mm. again it's another word that i'm like wow when else would you use this and so it's like you say it like oh we're in the middle of a panasonic um it just sounds absolutely ridiculous that's like part of the draw of these words right like it just sounds wild in conversation and that's one that i'm like if someone said that to me i would lose my mind i just start laughing the more ridiculous the better exactly exactly what's your number two in your power ranking my number two is in a panna cotta, um, mostly just because that is a delicious dessert that I feel like a lot of people haven't experienced. And if you should, or if you haven't, you definitely should. I like that selection very much. That's on brand for you as a <laughs> connoisseur of desserts. Yes. Um, all right. We've come down to the number one choice. Um, what is your number one of the silly pandemic word power ranking? Just I'm out here saying to people, getting looks, and it is a panini in the middle of a panini. <laughs> Mine is also my number one is also panini. We're we're just living that same life of it being a very enjoyable word as a yes. word replacement. <laughs> Dating in a panini, no, thank you. It's a hard no. I mean, like. I guess saying dating and anything using any of these words, it makes it like a little bit better when people ask, um, mm. oh, like, dating, like what, what do you think this is? Like, you can't just leave your house and date a stranger. Goodness. Not, not for me, certainly. No. Um, but, and paninis are also delicious. So it's very true. Again, on brand. For yes. On brand. Let's do like, food um if you all have any pandemic replacement words that we did not mention that you really enjoy tweet at us at sports and corks and um i would be excited to see if anyone tops panini 
because that seems to be a, a general everyone enjoys in the middle of a panini. Yeah, I think it's like probably one of the more common uh, mm-hmm. common phrases of choice these days. Um, but I want to know if there's some that are really funny that we have not heard before. So same, same, same. definitely share those. So we'll be back to our regular, regularly <laughs> scheduled programming. Well, kind of, because again, like I said at the beginning, um, a lot of things just ended this weekend, including the Masters. And so a lot of big, not that we watch the Masters. I say that like we're big golf connoisseurs, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that just wrapped up. But um, the NBA is in the NHL are kind of like in the middle of their season. So it's nothing like, Ooh, ah, oh, what crazy thing is happening? It's not quite like March madness, which coming off of that is just like, Oh, I know, I know we talked about it. And then I listened to another podcast where people are like, Oh man, I feel like I, everything's empty with the uh, March madness being over. Yeah. It's definitely things are definitely quieted down a bit. Um, so It'll pick back up again, like um, the NWSL is starting and we have all the, or just started. So we have a lot of things going on um, in mentioning the masters. Um, I'm going to botch this name. Hideki <laughs> Matsuyama. I feel like you did it. a really good job there. Thank you. I practiced saying it before <laughs> we started recording. Like all day nice. I've been thinking about this name and I'm like, how do I say this? Um, so it's significant because he's the first Japanese man to win the masters. Uh, for anyone who knows like the history of the masters, it's not like the best history, like, Ooh, it's on a plantation. Um, it's a beautiful place from what I understand. And, um, you, people of color couldn't golf there until, you know, recently and until a little, I think too recently. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it was until the 60s or 70s, like, your yeah, caddy had while. to be black. Like, that you couldn't have a white caddy. It's it's a bad look. Mm-hmm. So, for a person of color who is not American to win, like, that's, it's cool to see. And, um, you know, that only, like, 300 people are a member of that golf club. Mm. And the dues are, like, sense, but... almost $20,000 a year. I'm honestly surprised it's not more. It's, but I mean, that, yeah, that is a chunk of change. <laughs> it, I'm just like, oh, I guess I've never thought. I learned a lot about golf from another podcast. I was like, man, uh, didn't know that you even had to be a member to golf there. And you could only go by invitation. Yes. So there was your tea time with Emily and Emily. <laughs> oh, um, and then in football news, the draft starts on April 29th. Yeah, it's like come up so quickly, right? Like I mean, May will be here before you know it. Ooh, not ready for that. Do you think that the draft will be because they had a year to like work on having if they have to do anything virtual? Like remember last year's virtual draft? No, I'm like I guess I haven't heard anything about whether it's in person or virtual, but I could totally see them doing it in person at this point. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're like required people to get tested before or whatnot. But um, if it is virtual, I think that it'll be not as fun as the last one, content-wise, probably for viewers. Correct. <laughs> so I've learned some uh, lessons, I guess, from the first go-round. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's 
I'm interested to see it. And if they do it in person, maybe instead of getting like the jersey, they give you a mask of the team that you're going to be playing for. Mm. That, that would be interesting. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be a fun little talk. I mean, maybe they still get the jersey. The jersey is important. So the jersey and a mask, but like <laughs> a bedazzled mask. Mm. One that is just so extra, you wouldn't actually wear it out in the world. Oh my goodness. That's, you know, they're... Someone get, someone get on that. You know, like, I'll call the marketing team for the NFL and be like, hey, here are some ideas to just add some pizzazz to this draft. Yes, add some flair. They will be like, ma'am, please don't. Um, <laughs> and again... NWSL Challenge Cup started this weekend, um, and the news of that is Trinity Rodman, um, Dennis Rodman's daughter. I mm-hmm. read a newsletter where they're like, uh, Dennis Rodman, it, like the headline was basically Dennis Rodman's daughter did whatever. And I was like, interesting how like she has made it a thing where she's like, no, I am my own person. And like, you could just say like Trinity Rodman, it's not that big of a jump to like be the last name Rodman, open an, any type of article and be like, oh yes, of course she would be related to Dennis Rodman because it comes up. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, she's doing well. She's 18 years old. She decided not to play college ball and just went right into like playing professionally. And I don't know, I'm, I would wonder if for basketball, they would go back to that where it's just like, oh yeah, we're just going to have kids right out of high school come play ball. Cause like she crushed it. Her first, she's the youngest player to score um, like professionally in the league. And it's just like, oh wow. What if we just like for every league, we just let high school students go play if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if anything, like if that changes anything with other, other sports, you know, that, make you go to college for a year first at this point yeah if it like becomes a conversation of like oh no you really should go you know either go play abroad for a year or play in college for a year so um I'll be interested to see how maybe they wrap that in maybe they won't because she's a woman and plays you know soccer so uh women's sports don't necessarily get the coverage that men's do so people might not even talk about it we shall see yeah (laughs) Um, what is your game of the week? Um, my game of the week is uh, Clippers versus Sixers, and that's on Friday. Um, just on paper, I guess, like a good, good matchup. Two teams that are, you know, pretty, pretty good, obviously this year, and love a good Friday uh, night game. Yeah, that's a good so, pick. What about you? Uh, my pick is the Washington Spirit versus Racing Louisville. Uh, it's women's soccer so I think it'll be a fun game um, a fun match it was I believe on Thursday yes it is Thursday afternoon evening 5 p.m um, mountain time so that should be a fun just a fun game to see Um, yeah very nice what's your hot take of the week um, my hot take is going to be very unpopular with a lot of people, I think. Um, oh, no. I know. But as we all know, like Taylor's version of uh, her old Fearless album was released recently. Um, and like, obviously totally understand like why she did that, why it was done, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
as a listener, I guess, like, I just don't really see much of a difference between listening to, like, this new version and the old version. Like, I mean, her, maybe her, I guess her voice sounds a little bit different. They're, like, stylistic changes. But I, I don't know. I, was, like, I guess I was expecting it to, like, sound a lot different, and it didn't. Maybe that was just my... Uh, <laughs> misunderstanding of the whole thing but i did enjoy like the the new songs you know yeah but like for me i don't really find enjoyment in going back and like listening to these new versions of her old songs i guess that will be a hot take <laughs> i've talked to people I, again, who are like I you can tell the difference but i understand it was done yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. But, but i i agree with you that for a lot of them, I can't tell the difference. I'm just like, ah, yeah. yeah, it sounds the same. But people are all really like, no, it sounds so different. Like she sounded so young. And I'm like, sure. I cannot tell. I can't really either. I don't know. I guess I don't have it enough of a trained ear. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah. what's your hot take? Hot take? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I figured it would be. <laughs> um, My hot take is a very like niche one per usual and it goes to food which I just look up food things and then it's only the people who care about food anyways so (laughs) there is this food in Rochester New York um it's called a garbage plate and it is um like home fries macaroni salad with two beef patties cheese and hot (gasps) sauce on it and you eat it with like white bread um (laughs) Like a couple slices of oh my god, bread. okay. I'm looking it up now. <laughs> um, so the hot, I do like a garbage plate. I tried it um recently. Very much a fan. However, my hot take is, and this is kind of for the the Western New Yorkers. <laughs> the home fries need to be seasoned. The macaroni salad probably needs a little bit more flavor. And instead of beef patties, what about brisket? Like, come on now, brisket's mm. so good. So hot take is like the changing of this Western New York staple, specifically Rochester, New York. Interesting. Yeah, these pictures look very interesting. I'm seeing a lot of ground beef and occasional oh. hamburger patties. Well, they, the hmm. hot sauce is made with ground beef. And I was like, oh, they put like beef on the beef. And my cousin was like, oh, that's the hot sauce. And I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. goodness. <laughs> Wow, I've never heard of this concoction before. It's, I don't know if it's like kept secret or kept quiet because I'd never heard of it. And then another, I was, I went back to Rochester and a friend was like, Oh, are you going to go get a garbage plate? I hear they're great this time of year. And I'm like, You are the (laughs) only person not from Western New York who has any idea what a garbage plate is. And I want to go get one. Yes, they're very good. Um, And I don't know, people like them, they compare them to like their different restaurants that like have them but they can't exactly say garbage plate because the original one i think is trademarked mm, it's like trademarked yeah. <laughs> it's like the but, big dance yeah exactly and like i guess people go get them after they've been out drinking which mm, would make, that sense. makes sense like, yeah yep. like all the food in it i'm like yeah i would definitely eat this after drinking so um i want mm. it to be spread further than new york and i'm sure new yorkers or, or western new yorkers are like no don't tell people about this interesting wow learn something new every day yeah yeah so to the listeners thank you for learning about something new maybe now you want to go up to rochester or buffalo and hang out 
by if you go up to Rochester, you can go to Lake Ontario and go sit on the beach. <laughs> there you go. It's freezing. I mean, the water's frozen, but like you could sit on a beach. <laughs> um, um, what a beverage did you enjoy with your garbage plate? I did not enjoy a beverage with my garbage plate, but I have been enjoying Cogstone Brown Ale. Cogstone is a brewery in Colorado Springs. Um, and so they have, it's such a nice, smooth beer. My goodness. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. It had very nice flavors to it. Um, yeah. So if you're ever in Colorado Springs, go hit up Cogstone and they'll, they have little prowlers of it and they sell pizza. So there's mm. a plug for a local brewery. There you go. What have you been drinking? Um, I recently tried the truly iced tea seltzers. Um, not definitely not a local choice, um, but they're very good. Um, I will say that kind of unlike other seltzers, like you probably don't want to have too many of them because even though there's hardly any sugar in them, I feel like they taste like relatively sweet. Like they're not like a full on sweet tea sweet. Um, but like I went in, I wouldn't drink like three of those. Like I could regular white claws, you know, um, yeah. but they're, they're a nice little treat. Um, and they're sweetened with uh, honey and stevia. So it's like, not, there's nothing in it. That's like a bad sugar for you, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's my, my recommendation. Oh, that's a good pick, especially as we're heading into the summer months and it's seltzer yes. season. They're fun flavors, raspberry, peach mm. lemon and strawberry Ooh, i'll just try that yeah so <laughs> do you have any, do you have any personal pers- plug oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um well i don't think i actually do this week do you have any um i do not beyond the regular check out tailgate society content content and then um thank you to everyone who participated in the poll for the random sports that you want us to talk about. Yes. That will be coming up soon. As we said, like sports are thinning at this time of year. So um curling. Expect to hear about curling for sure and some other things. People were Can't real wait. hot on the curling. Also, there's so many great curling gifts. Yes. <laughs> it's like bowling almost. It's Amazing. True. It's very true. Then Do you want to talk about the bigger than sports moment? Yes. Um, So this came out recently. Uh, The NCAA was under pressure by a very large group of college athletes um, regarding like anti-trans sports legislation. Wow. Um, (laughs) And basically as a result of these athletes speaking out, the NCAA announced that states who have anti-trans sports legislation will not host, um, NCAA championships that essentially make money. Um, so kind of a more than an athlete, um, using your voice for change type of a bigger than sports story. Shout out to all those college athletes. Cause it's definitely hard to stand up like that. So good for all of them to Speak come together across yeah, and yeah. use their platform. So you like to see it. Hopefully they continue. They like see what they've done and they can continue to, push for, you know, lots of different social justice type things um, moving forward. Yeah, change in other areas. Yeah, for sure. But that's all I've got this week. How about you? I think we're good to go. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next week.
Emily and Emily Sports and Court.